I just uh, apologize for being late. I was looking at some things and the word, and time just got away from me, and so I came as quick as I could. <laughs> Did break a few laws. <laughs> but I want to share some thoughts on on prayer, on communion with God. It's uh, a time when we really need to seek the Lord, not only for our personal needs and the needs of our family, but the needs of our family here and, and uh, the needs that are in the world, the needs that uh, in every aspect of our lives, we need to spend time seeking the Lord and, and seeking his mind and seeking his heart and seeking his health. Yeah. It's not necessarily a physical thing sometimes, but it's spiritual. Then when we're in touch with him, there's a vitality and there's, there's life that's there that comes from him that can only come as we learn who he is and come into a relationship with him and spend time with him and, and trust him and learn. Uh, as we get into his word, his word speaks. There's power in the word to, to create the faith that we need. Uh, that when we pray that we can trust that, that God hears and God's going to answer. That he sees the desires of our heart. And he sees the desires and the needs that, that are within his church that he wants to supply. And he's uh, willing to, to hear and, and to listen and, and desires to hear, to hear our heart, to hear not just necessarily a, a, a mental thing, but, but our heart, that that comes from our spirit, that that he put within us when, he, when we were born again. There was a capacity put within us that, that causes us to call out to our creator that we might be changed and that we might walk in, in the ways that he's ordained for us that comes with the new birth. And, and we uh, need to time, just spend time in his presence. There, there's, no, uh, there's no other way. If you want to become acquainted with somebody, you have to spend time with them. You have to hear, hear, hear their heart and hear what they have to say and, and, and listen and take hold of those things. And that's what I uh, felt like the Lord would have me to share because of that relationship he desires with his people, to have with his people, that we might really, truly know him, the one true and living God, not just uh, maybe stories that we've heard, but know the truth of the word and allow the truth of the word to be imparted. There's that capacity within the word that's able to impart that that he says, that that he speaks. And as we wait upon him, and wait upon him and his, his word will come. And whether it's uh, when we're in the word itself or whether we're just before him, his word will come and he'll teach us and, and draw us unto himself and, and bring about those things within our lives that he desires and form those things that he desires that we might be used of him. We've been born again that we might reach out and and, of course, first of all, give our hearts and lives as worship and praise, adoration to him, and dedication to him. We've been called for that purpose, to be set apart for Jesus Christ and whatever he desires. 
And that will only come if we seek his face. These things don't necessarily uh, always, aren't always just dropped in our lap. There's time that we have to really seek the Lord and seek his face. And that's his desire because he will reveal himself to us. Thank you, Lord. Our spirit reaches out to God and he responds and ministers to our heart's needs. He sees the depths of our heart. He knows what, what we really need. Sometimes we may not even have adequate words to express that, but he sees and knows by the spirit that that's needed and is able to impart that. And we need that place uh, where he, we come before him and he can reveal himself to us and we can gain a greater understanding of who he is and what he desires to do and walk in those ways that please him. That's another part of the new birth. When, he, when we're born again, there's that desire within us to please him, to really know who he is and to please him and to walk pleasing before his face. And he'll give us that instruction in his word. The power is within the word to produce within us that that's needed. Thank you, Lord. He doesn't leave us orphans. He comes and shows us, teaches us of his ways. Let's turn to Psalm 63. Our relationship with Jesus Christ is the preeminent thing. That that's most needed in our lives is our relationship with him, walking with him as in our personal walk with him and in our walk with the body of Christ. We've been set in the body of Christ to function in a particular function that he desires to edify his body and to build up his body. We've been given to one another that we might share those things that he imparts to us that there'll be a clearer understanding uh, of, what, of who he is because of that uh, knowledge that he gives to us of him and of that that he is. When that's expressed, then people can see a, a clearer, we can see by the Spirit a clearer picture of that that he really is and that that he really wants from our lives. Thank you, Father. Let's turn to Psalm 63. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We praise you. We thank you. Well, on my way there, I want to read this in Psalms 55. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. He says, cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. He will never suffer the righteous to be moved. Psalm 63. Thank you, Lord. O God, thou art my God. Early, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is to see thy power and thy glory so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. When we gather together as one in his sanctuary, there's a revelation of who Christ is. Whether it comes through our time of, of praise and worship and, and 
or whether it comes through the word and he reveals that, but he is. He's revealed in the sanctuary. Thank you, Lord. Oh, praise you, Lord. So as I have seen thee in the sanctuary, because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name, and my soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. And that marrow is, is the richest part, the choicest part. God has the very best things for his people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And, we, and he satisfies those inward parts with the very best. He doesn't give us second best. He gives us the very best. Jesus Christ is the best. Hallelujah. And he gives us the reality of a relationship with him. Thank you, Lord. And we see him in the sanctuary. When we gather together as one, there's uh, a presence that, that is evident that you don't have when you're alone. There's a, there's a greater manifestation of that that he is. Hallelujah. And we can see him in the sanctuary. We become aware of who he is. And he can minister to our inner being and show us that that he really is. Hallelujah. There's many uh, things out there that we know that God isn't. But we can see that that he is as he reveals himself in the sanctuary. Hallelujah. When God's people gather together, it's a special time for him. When there's praise and worship that goes forth from his sanctuary, he's, he's blessed. The heart of God is blessed, and he responds, and he meets the needs of his people, and he trains and he teaches us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We don't lift up our hands in our name. We don't reach forth in our own name, but we lift up our hands in his name. Hallelujah. Because his name's been called over us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, the very best. And my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. Sometimes we go through things where we meditate in the night watches. For before him, hallelujah, glory to God. And he sees and he hears. He knows when we're, what we're going through and what we're passing through. Thank you, Lord. And there's just times that we, we it's not necessarily hard times, but good times, you know, those times of blessing when we meditate upon him and that that he is. And he can reveal himself to us when our heart cries out to him. There's a response from God. He hears the heart of his people. Hallelujah. He knows our desire to please him and to walk before him. Hallelujah. Thank you. Because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. Thank you, Lord. We just praise you that you do uphold us, that you keep us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
thank you, Jesus. And we do desire to see his power and glory released in the sanctuary. Thank you, Lord, that he might be lifted up and that he might be praised. Not only our needs met, but his name exalted and praised in this earth like he deserves, where there's a, a difference in the atmosphere, a difference in, in the place where people gather together to seek his face. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We can see him in the sanctuary. When our hearts are one before him, there's, an, there's impressions that come. There's that that we see of him and of his goodness and of his greatness to us. Thank you, Jesus. Our souls and our mind and, and will and emotions, not just our spirit, but our whole being. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's able to satisfy. And our, our whole being is impacted when we really see him, when we see that that he is. Glory to God. And when we seek his face. Let's turn to Luke chapter 6. Jesus Christ, hallelujah, King of kings and Lord of lords, given us the privilege to know, privilege to see and know and recognize, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, oh, praise your name, your goodness and your mercy to your people, now what did I say, Luke 6? And I'm going to oh, read in chapter 12, uh, verse 12, I'm sorry. And it came to pass, and this was during the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, and when he was touching people and healing people and meeting the needs of, of the people. And it says, and it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And in my margin, it says, he went out, continued all night in the prayer of God. Hallelujah. There's a difference. There's a difference. We want to be so in tune with him that we can pray the prayer of God. God has desires. And he desires to use his people to pray his prayer, to pray the prayer of God that that's on God's heart because God's heart is always out for our best God's heart is always out to cause growth and development and a greater relationship to reveal himself and, and show us how much he loves us and how much he cares for us thank you Father hallelujah we can pray the prayer of God not just those things that are on our hearts but he can show us those things that are on his heart. And we can pray that and be one with him and be used of him to pray his prayer. Thank you, Lord. He has a prayer for us. He has desires for us. He cares for us. And we can be, uh, be so one with him that we can hear his heart and pray his prayer and we'll get results. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for he knows. 
He knows the heart of God. He knows the will of God. Hallelujah. And as we wait upon him, he'll show us. He'll show us how we need to pray. Thank you, Lord. That communion with him, that's the greatest gift God ever gave his people. It's outside of the, the Lord Jesus Christ himself. That, that place of communion with him, that place of coming to really know and see who he is and know that he changes us, that we can be changed as we see him and wait in his presence, can be changed into that that he desires and become witnesses of whom he is. Hallelujah. And be an influence in our generation for Jesus Christ and touch those that he brings into our life for him, be witnesses of him, and we can have an intimate relationship with him. Hallelujah. Praise God for his precious gift. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that he even gave us, and prayer is more than just words. Prayer is the communication of the heart. Prayer is the moving of the heart that moves the hand of God. Hallelujah. Oh, what a glorious God we serve. What a wonderful God we serve. We're so privileged. We're so privileged to know and to have heard about this one who came and provided all these things for us that we might come, that we might come into our Father's presence. Glory to God and seek his face. Seek his mind for our hearts and for our lives. He only seeks to do us good. He's a good God and he desires to do us good. He desires that we grow in a knowledge of him. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your presence. Okay, we read Luke 6, chapter, I mean, Luke 6, verse 12, that he spent all night, all night in prayer. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Let's turn to Luke 11. And it came to pass that he, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. Now we know that the thought here that, that I really see is when, when they saw him pray, they recognized something that was lacking in their life. They saw one that was really touching God, and they recognized that they needed to be taught. Hallelujah. Teach us how to pray. Teach us how to pray. That's a tremendous prayer. Teach us how to pray. Teach us how to reach that one that can satisfy the inward part, that own, the one that can only, only Touch those parts that need touched, that need the oil of God. Glory to God. Teach us, Lord, 
how to pray as John also taught his disciples. So it was an important thing in their lives. John taught his disciples the things we have to learn about how to pray. And he'll teach us how to pray. He answered them immediately. And he said unto them, when you pray, say, our Father, which art in heaven, hallelujah, our Father. That speaks of a relationship, hallelujah, with the Father. The Father's the one that provides and, and protects and supplies, hallelujah, gives us security, amen, in the house, that things will be provided. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Our Father, which art in heaven, the source of our help and our strength is not earthly. It's heavenly. It's divine. It's spiritual. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Our Father, which art in heaven, that one that we look to is in heaven. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And he created the heavens and the earth. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. It's such a privilege to reverence him, to have that reverence developed within us. When, when we see that that he really is and recognize that, that God really is, there'll be a reverence that he produces. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallowed be thy name. And that's the, our desire, to hallow his name, to recognize that name, to give him that rightful place, give him that honor and that praise that he deserves. Hallelujah. What a privilege to hallow his name. Oh, God, hallelujah. Thy kingdom come. Glory to God. Let Jesus Christ come in the way that he desires to reign and to rule in our lives as individuals and in our lives as an assembly and as a church, that his will might be done. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth. Hallelujah. And when his kingdom comes, his will is done. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Give us day by day our daily bread. And we know that this bread is the most important bread that he can give us. But there's also the natural that he supplies. He's interested in all of our needs. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Oh, let his authority, let his authority be that that rules in our life because he rules over with love. He gave his life for us, gave his son for us. Hallelujah. Thy will be done as in heaven. Thy desires, Lord, be done. As in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. There's forgiveness. Thank you, Lord. And there's grace to forgive others. 
thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you. Praise your name. Let's turn to, uh, wait a minute, Luke 11. I wanted to read 1 through 13. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine is in his journey, and is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto thee, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity he will rise. Hallelujah. Because of his shameful persistence and insistence. And there has to be a persistence in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. There has to be uh, a habits that are developed within our lives. Time that, uh, that we know is set apart for him to seek his face, to seek him in his word. Thank you, Lord. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh, receiveth. And he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So much is ours just to be asking. Just as we ask him and seek him, most important, the a gift of the Holy Spirit that makes, that makes the Father known to us, that makes Jesus Christ known to us, the only one that can open our hearts and our minds to the word. We can't come into a true knowledge of Jesus Christ outside of the power of the Holy Spirit. When, we, when the Holy Spirit is upon us and he's teaching us, the word of God opens up and it becomes life and it becomes spirit and it feeds our very being and it changes us. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. That's why it's so important that we be filled with the Holy Ghost, that we be baptized in the power of the Holy Ghost, that third person of the Godhead that can take this word and open it up and supply all the needs of humanity. Everything that we need is in this word. Everything that we need from the time we're born to the time we go out to meet the Lord is in this word. And he's able to enable us to walk and to live a life that he, de that he desires, that he wants. And in, in during that time, we're seeking him we recognize our lack. We know that it's nothing within ourselves. We know that it's him, that it has to be his moving in our lives, his moving in our assembly. 
and things are produced. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And his works are brought forth. Glory to God by a people that seek his face. By a people that truly want to see him, see his will accomplished in our lives and in the lives of our all of this body of people. He set us in this body of people to function before him and to seek his face for this body of people that we that we obey him and do those things and accomplish those things that he desires that we do as an assembly. We're not only individuals. We've been placed in an assembly where we're to, to be joined together, and we can only be joined together as we seek his face. Glory to God. And as he ministers to our hearts. We're all different individuals, and there are things that come up that only he can solve that only he can solve. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, praise your name. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. He's kept us all these years. Many of us have walked together for a long time, and, and there's a union with one another that only he can produce. There's oneness not only with him, but there's a oneness with one another. Thank you, Lord, because we want the same thing. We want to see Jesus Christ glorified. We want to see him free to move in our midst the way he desires, free to use this church and this community like he wants to use it. Glory to God, where we can reach out and touch others, and those can come in. He can draw others in by his presence, and when his presence is upon a place, people are drawn. They may not know why, but they are drawn. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Now, what did I read? Luke 11. Okay, thank you. 1 through 13. Okay. Prayer. <laughs> Prayer will bring forth adoration and praise. And his presence, as his, when his presence comes, we get a real glimpse of him, and there will be that, that that will bring forth an adoration and a praise. Glory to God. The praise that God desires because of his greatness and his goodness. He's seen. Hallelujah. Let's turn to Psalms 103. Oh, praise your name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. And in this psalm, David uh, blesses the Lord. And I'm just going to read it. I think I might read the whole thing because it's so full, so rich. Thank you, Lord of thanksgiving and gratitude for who the Lord is. Bless the Lord, O my soul. You know there's a blessing in just hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, 
and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. What a wonderful God. Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious. He's compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in loving kindness. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dwelt, he hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Thank God. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great, so great is his mercy, his loving kindness toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. And in my margin it says, he distanced, he distanced by one act of full forgiveness. Glory to God. All iniquity and sin was in our lives. He distanced by one act. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. By his mercy, so great is his mercy toward them. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he distanced by one act of full forgiveness. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He removed, hallelujah, removed. Like as the Father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, and he remembereth that we are dust. <laughs> as for man, his days are as grass. As the flower of the field is, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it's gone. And the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy, the loving kindness of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him. Glory to God. And his righteousness unto children's children. This is not only for us, but we pass it on to our children. Glory to God. Whether they're our natural children or our spiritual children. Thank you, Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you. The mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting, and his righteousness unto children's children, to such as keep his covenant. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. He always keeps covenant, and he desires that we keep covenant. Glory to God. And to those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord has prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. 
it would sure be good if a lot of our politicians heard that word. <laughs> the Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. There's a lot of people in this earth think that they're doing something, but his kingdom, his kingdom ruleth over all. And praise God, we have the privilege of knowing this king, seeing this king and knowing that he's in control. Thank you, Lord. These are, these are very perilous times, and yet we can have the peace of the Lord because we know that he does rule over all. And we don't know. We don't know sometimes some of the things that we might have to go through. But we know we have him. And we know that he has always been with us in the past. He always showed up just on time. Hallelujah. And he'll continue. Glory to God. Because he's created that desire within his people. I believe everyone that's sitting here this morning really wants to know him really wants to know who he is, wants to see him glorified, want to see him magnified, want to see people's lives changed by the power of God, by that, that that we have through his word and through his death, burial, and resurrection. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. The mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. The Lord hath prepared, he's established his throne in the heavens. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We can come before the Lord and know and know that we can have those things that will please him. Glory to God. Those things that will glorify him. Thank you, Jesus. That do his, bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of the Lord. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, and I'm going to read verses 41 through 47. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Now this was after Pentecost. Thank you, Lord. And they continued steadfastly. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Hallelujah. The, uh, the church, the church was always noted for prayer. They, when they joined together, they prayed. 
They prayed and they sought the Lord. They knew who they were dependent upon. And they knew that it was his work. Hallelujah. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common. Where did I say that? Was it? 31 through 47. Okay. And all they that believed were together and had all things common and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house and did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Glory to God, because they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship breaking of bread and prayer. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And John chapter, I mean Acts chapter 3, now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. It was a discipline that the apostles practiced in their lives. Amen. Not only together, but they went up to the temple, up to the temple to pray. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Acts chapter 4, verse 23 through 33. And this is when, uh, oh, let's see. Oh, yes, whenever the leaders uh, came against Peter and John because, the, because of the man. <laughs> Can you imagine? The leaders, because a man was healed and made whole, thought, you know, religion is one thing. Faith is another thing. Amen. A relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. 23 through 33, I'm going to read. And being let go, they went to their own company, and this was Peter and John, and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And when they had heard, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which hath made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is them in, who by the mouth of thy servant David has said, why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and his Christ. For of a truth against thy holy Child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles, and the people of Israel were gathered together 
for to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel hath determined to be done. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. Glory to God. They weren't wanting delivered from that. They wanted more boldness to speak that word. Glory to God. Thank you. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spake the word with boldness. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that aught of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them. Great power, glory to God, gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes problems and, and troubles will produce a greater grace within our lives, a greater power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise your name. We need to pray until that greater power is released in our lives to produce those things and do those things that God wants. And then there'll come an increase, that increase that God desires. Acts chapter 10. I'm just about finished, I promise you. Thank you, Lord. And on the morrow, as they went on their journey and drew nigh unto the city, Peter went up upon the housetop to pray. Yeah, Peter went up upon the housetop to pray about the sixth hour, and he became very hungry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven opened. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. And a certain vessel descended unto him as it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down to the earth, wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls of the air. And there came a voice to Peter saying, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, not so, Lord, for I've never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake again unto him the second time, What God hath cleansed, that call not thou common. And this was done thrice, and the vessel was received up into heaven. And beloved, when we spend time in prayer, 
spend time with him, there can be a vision given to us of what God wants to do, how God wants to move. Thank you, Lord. And change came because Peter prayed and was prepared for how the Lord wanted to use him. Hallelujah. He spent time in prayer. God opened up the gospel to the Gentiles. And there was a tremendous change took place in the Christian community, thank God. <laughs> and it came because people spent time in prayer, seeking the will of God and seeking that that God wanted, what he wanted to do through their personal lives, what he wanted to do through the church. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. And that's our heart's desire. Thank you. noticed it before or if I just saw it again but uh, said that it happened thrice Peter is uh, either dense or takes him some time to learn some things huh Peter feed my sheep three times Peter you're gonna deny me three times thrice with the the Gentiles rise kill and eat so uh, thank the Lord for his mercy and his grace that he doesn't say something to us one time and be like ah you don't get it forget it I'm moving on to the next one gracious for that. Thankful. Let's stand. Lord, we're so grateful for your word today. We thank you for your long suffering, your loving kindness, your mercies toward us, O oh God. We ask that you would just take these words and that they would take root in our lives and our hearts and they would bring forth your fruit. Thank you for your good seed. Lord, be with all of us as we go to our, our homes. Watch over and protect throughout the week, Lord, as we come together. Lord, as we come together on Wednesday to study your word in the book of John, Lord, that your word will be revealed to us. We thank you for your faithfulness to us, O oh God, and your grace. We rely on you, O oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.